0: Welcome to the King Hero IndyCar Podcast with Kirby and Justin. Kirby, how are you? Doing well, Justin. How about yourself? Don't know if we can keep up this frantic pace that we've been on with the, the podcast, Curb, but I guess it's our month of May as well. Curb, let's uh let's hop into it, shall we?
1: Lead on, Justin, lead on.
0: Thank you. Um Emma Dixon. Wow, we're gonna start out with IndyCar this this show. <laughs> you want to call Emma Dixon IndyCar, which I think she would call herself IndyCar for sure. You mentioned Emma Dixon uh, the other day. Uh, she's been known to kind of voice her opinions before uh, about uh, what's going on in IndyCar, particularly as it relates to her husband. Uh, I thought this last uh, tweet was particularly uh, interesting. Do you happen to have that handy that you might uh, quote that for us?
1: Emma Dixon uh, tweets after qualifying on Friday that uh, Scotty. Is having such a rough season, exclamation point. The car is a disaster, exclamation point. Has been all season. And then one of those little uh, yellow face emoji things with the teardrop.
0: <laughs> so um, if you're on Dixon's crew, working the late hours, fixing his car for everything, you know, old Scott wants, is that what you want to curb ever?
1: I don't think so. I think uh, as a general rule, uh, it's not a good thing when spouses, parents, girlfriends, boyfriends uh, get involved in trying to defend you publicly. Uh, Just there's no way to win in those circumstances.
0: If you're Chip Ganassi or Mike Hall reading that, I mean, it's got to boil your blood a little bit. You know, the car's been a disaster all season.
1: Your uh, our twenty-three year old or twenty-five year old or whatever he is on the front row, <laughs> you're pointing the finger at us. You know, I mean yeah. it's that those kind of dynamics, you know, start to pop up when when uh, you have a slow start to a season and. I don't think she has a reputation. She's no uh, uh Ashley Judd or anything like that, right? Reputation wise, so she's
0: got No, a nice, I'm not that. saying she is. I'm just saying you don't want to criticize the team ever, almost. You know, I mean, not, not when you're still on the team, that's right. Rossi's pro- Rossi practically has no tongue left. He's bitten so many times. Right. But right. he's still doing it. He's still biting the tongue. All right? right. That would be my only comment about that. I'm not saying that, you know, Miss Dixon needs to be muzzled about everything or anything, but I'm just suggesting she might be a little better off staying in her lane on this one.
1: Yeah, it's one thing
0: to spout off about another driver on another team
1: like. I think is the other incident you're thinking of a few years ago. But when um, you're spouting off about your your own team that your husband's still on, it uh, can be a little bit more uh, problematic. Let's go to the elephant in the room, right? Uh, we've documented here before how long it's been. How many years was it before he won that poll at Indy last year and hasn't been close to a poll since then, right, on a, on a road or street course. And it's the old Formula One teammate thing, right? Your teammate's kicking your ass right now. So
0: Yeah, look. I have often started a year saying this might, you know, be the beginning of the end for Dixon, right? Right. And every year I've been wrong. This year I didn't say that because I've been burnt so many times, and this might be the year where I would have been right. I don't know. It's too early.
1: Yeah, I mean, he is uh, by hook or by crook scoring points. He's got himself up to fifth in the standings. So uh, it may sound odd for us to be, uh, uh, you know, saying these kind of things, but. It certainly isn't based on his qualifying that he's he's uh, been piling up these points.
0: No, he's... well that's a great point is that he is still fifth in this. I mean, it's he's been nowhere all year, right? Right. Yeah. And he's yeah, just fifth. I mean, fifth in the, and he, he was terrible, and I mean, the GMR did not go the way he wanted it to go, but he still ended up in the tenth, right? Saint Pete, he was on the wrong strategy, and he still ended up at the front of of the guys that were on that that took the wrong strategy choice. You know, maybe we are being a bit too hard on him. I don't know, but it, you know, it, he's still lurking in fifth, which is, I mean, you know, I mean, it's the classic, you know, thing on Scott Dixon, I guess. Dixon, I guess.
1: Qualifying is just a, a pure performance thing, and and whether it's the team or or him, you know, I'm sure there's some no combination.
0: Honda. Or Honda. Or Honda. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, but again, Pallo on the front row Saturday, and and Dixon's 21st. But you know. when you're when your teammates doing it and qualifying and you're not, you know, you, you get frustrated and I'm sure everybody's frustrated, including Mrs. Dixon.
0: Even more in formula one, but it matters, um, you know, what your teammates doing. And, uh, you know, if you look at the guys in formula one her Lewis Hamilton so far has been outperformed by George Russell, Lando Norris has the full measure of uh, Danny Ricks. And, you know, it looks like Ricks, career might be on the wane here because of it. it. doesn't matter what your teammates do matters, but he is fifth in standings. He is still lurking. You know, one one win in Indy, he's probably going to be leading the damn thing. Curb, um, this has been in the back of my mind for a few weeks now, and the just, situation just seems to be getting worse. Um, Connor Daly, it's not what you think. Uh, who had his what best race of the year? I would say at at the Indy GMR. His yeah, was the best result, yeah. Came in fifth, but I'm not going to say anything about that. <clears throat> okay. Um, what I am going to talk about is Bitnile.
1: You're wondering if they've collected all the money.
0: <laughs> <Sponsorship>? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, with what we're seeing happen with crypto, and don't forget, crypto.com was a huge sponsor, the sponsor of what the Miami F1, and from what yeah. I understand, uh, the reason at least half of those celebrities were there because they oh, were really? being, yeah, they were being paid by them. He had a like a three-year deal. At least two. I don't know about three, but yeah, three. Yeah, I know. I is Bitnile going to last three three years? Curb. That's I guess that's the, the blunt question.
1: Well, Okay. The pet boys of today. Um, maybe, maybe not. Like, I don't follow crypto. I mean, I don't follow uh, Bitcoin or crypto, whatever cryptocurrencies, whatever the, <laughs> the term is. Um, but from my understanding, they can they can be down in the dumps today, and they'll be worth a you know, million dollars a share tomorrow, right? So who knows? I would hope that Carpenter's thinking he's got his, yeah, his season's money up front.
0: I look at two headlines when I look up Bitnile. First one from three days ago, Yahoo Finance: No matter the name, Bitnile Holdings is a stock to avoid. <laughs> um, <Nope. laughs> one from Seeking Alpha headline: Bitnile Holdings, Bitcoin miner facing crypto market headwinds.
1: I don't think people want to listen to us talk about uh, cryptocurrency all night, because I, I could. Ask you lots of questions and how, how these companies uh, created uh, crypto billionaires and want to throw around money and uh, sponsoring race teams. I don't I don't know. You have to tell me that later off air.
0: Well, somehow, Kirby, I think anybody who's listening to this show for any length of time would know that it was highly unlikely you would be on the cutting edge of the uh, crypto wave. Guilty as charged. Yeah. As you swig down an iced drink. And ice uh, ice water for the evening, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I worry. I I worry I worry for uh-huh. Ed, um, and I worry for Connor's, uh, you know, career after this year. Um, even if they got these years paid. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Kerb, I, I want to get uh, I want to get your impressions of the Grand Prix, and we'll get to that in a second. There's probably because you were at the race. There's probably a few things you missed that I caught. Because uh, I was watching it um, in replay. In fact, mm-hmm. I had to watch that a couple of times that race to kind of understand what happened. I mean, admittedly, the first time I, st- I watched it was after a very long night out. Right. So I won't I won't claim to have all my my all my capacities <laughs> with me at the time right. of viewing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but the second time I watched it, and uh, you know, but and I, it was actually an interesting i mean it was great race i thought it was really great race and we'll get to all that i'll get to that in a second but the the, the here's the one thing i found very interesting about will power so will power after he won the poll was very you know nonchalant i guess when you say He wasn't all charged up he wasn't yeah, going like was, yeah he
1: was you were know? measured measured yeah.
0: yeah very measured right yeah. very measured okay and we're like okay will's just continuing with the program here which is to remain calm right Mm-hmm. and just you know one thing at a time then he they were interviewing him before the race in the pre-race and the willpower eyes were back uh, i missed that part of you oh yeah now this interview probably worth going back on peacock to watch because you're gonna know exactly what i'm talking about i'm like oh no there's there's the old will right because <laughs> he was right. like looking he was like looking at the sky he was like, like the guy was asking him questions he was barely hearing the question you could tell he was just like oh my god i got this poll and now it's going to you know, – we're going to have to start on wet, and it's going to be rainy, and it's just all going to go terrible, right? You right, can just right. see it in his eyes. I mean you could see it in his demeanor in his eyes like, oh, there's the old Will. He's going to get crushed by this. And then he didn't, right? And then he didn't. He didn't start off the race great, but <laughs> – No, not at all. No, but he he just kind of played it super conservative, maybe overly conservative, <laughs> looking for that points finish um not trying to win the thing uh too hard i think
1: it is interesting uh he was very conservative on that opening lap i guess he wanted to make sure that he didn't didn't find himself in difficulty and uh and yielded you know his spot to two or three guys there in the in the first half of the lap at the end of the day you know he made sure he finished and um there were times in the middle of the race where you know he figured he was going to settle for you know just being in the second half of the, the top 10 and uh call it a day. It's worked out for him. Um You know, it's unusual, not what you're used to seeing from willpower, but uh I guess uh, knock on wood, hopefully he can keep it up.
0: Yeah. And he's winning the championship without having won a race.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, can he podium his way to the championship? I mean, he's 14 points. Almost seems like the biggest lead of the season too, doesn't it? I mean, he's, I don't remember anybody being that much anybody being that far ahead uh, after these previous races. You'd kind of surprising that that Newgarden's still in fourth place because uh, he's had two big finishes, two wins, and then three crappy races. So he's a yeah. uh, he's a feaster famine so far. I don't mean to keep that up.
0: Kerb um, was Saturday's weather. Um, when you on the last po- podcast, you said uh, that it was going to be Chamber of Commerce weather. Uh, was that the weather you were referring to on Saturday?
1: I, no, I could. I could tell you on Tuesday that it showed, uh, you know, sunny and 80 degrees uh, on uh, on race day. So uh, I, my apologies to anybody that relied on my forecast.
0: Yeah, you're, but, you're uh, about as good as predicting the weather as you are as a w- race winner.
1: Um.
0: <laughs> um, I would call it Chamber of Commerce weather because. It really produced a fantastic race. I thought
1: it was, uh, it was interesting on, on the one hand, it was unpredictable and lots of uh, decisions having to be made during the race and, and uh, conditions changing so often. Uh, the flip side is uh, out of two hours, I think an hour and 10 minutes or hour and eight minutes like that was yellow flag time. And only 52 minutes or something was green flag time. As somebody who was sitting there freezing their ass off and getting wet, uh, You'd, you'd like to see a little more action going on than than the non-stop yellow flags that seem to be going on. Those kind of races are fun every now and then. I don't think you want five of them a year.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a fascinating race, really, it's just uh, constantly
1: changing and. What well, was interesting sitting there watching it? The cars on red tires started lapping those guys on rain tires in about four laps. I mean, it was it was like you had two different classes of cars, right? Like it was a sports car race, and you had the you know the top class at the front the second class was behind them in line and when they went green flag those guys on the red tires took off and blew those guys doors off so badly it wasn't even funny and it was just like in four laps you had them lap, lap in the back of the field um because they such a differential
0: well that was obvious when hurto you know originally went on to the reds i mean he he, he just catapulted to the front It was crazy Kurbab, again you weren't watching the telecast but they were just so quick on the telecast to mention how great the aero screen was doing in the ring. I mean, Lee Diffie, I mean, just went out of his way, right? You're right. And I was like – I remember asking myself at the time, I was like, how does Lee Diffie know that, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the cars are going around, the track, but how does he really know that?
1: I guess he's proven a negative, right? Nothing bad's happening, so the air screen must be working. That's all, all you can speculate. Uh, and it seems like it was pretty mixed bag after the race, what people thought of it.
0: I, I think those those conditions, those rooster tails, those cars are full, throwing up. I don't think it really would have mattered what you had, right? I don't think yeah, it would have I mean, been any better on yeah, your helmet.
1: I mean, you had, you had one extreme where Pagano was asking for windshield wipers. And uh, the other extreme where, from, you know, from what I understood most of them to say, was... It wouldn't have mattered if you had a screen or not a screen. Um, You still couldn't see through the rooster tails.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my opinion, too. Of course, they're trying to make a bit of a hubbub of it. But why do they have to go so far out of their way to complement that aero screen? You know, what is it about that that they feel like they need to do that? I mean, Lee Diffie was clearly motivated to just say, it's great. It's really working great.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I read somewhere, um, basically, they said drivers are still reluctant to to, – Say anything critical about the arrow screen, even if they don't like it, because apparently it's very near and dear to Jay Fry's heart. It, it may sound like if you want to stay on the right side of Jay Fry, uh, don't criticize his arrow screen. So
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe, clearly some kind of marching orders exist.
1: Maybe NBC and Lee Diffie feel that way, too.
0: Curb, uh, uh, before we get to qualifying predictions, uh, you went to the race. Overall impressions... Anything you want to remark about it, uh, et cetera, et cetera?
1: A strange day, you know. I, I left my house thinking, boy, I got to stop and pick up some sunscreen here on the way to the race. By the time I got to the race, you just left it in the car and didn't even worry about it. So it was it a was, uh, strange weather here in Indianapolis. And um, the race itself was, uh, you know, I thought they had a good crowd, particularly given the weather. And when you get uh, cars on different tires and, and watching the differences and watch them, you know, seek out the the water when they needed to for the rain tires or seek out the dry line when they need to for the the red tires watched on tv maybe you understood better why the yellow flags are so long from where we were sitting you sure had to wonder what the hell was going on sometimes with those long yellow flags
0: Curl, uh got qualifying for the big one for the indy 500 coming up this weekend um with the brief amount of time we have left uh, you want to make a prediction as to who you see as the pole sitter come sunday
1: well what do you think uh Chevy's still going to have the better Honda? Uh,
0: money would be on that. I would think smart money would be on that. Yeah. But, well, you know, having said that, you never know that, you know, Honda could be lurking, could be much like Scott Dixon lurking.
1: You know, the temptation uh, is to to throw Will Power's name out there. Um, but lately, that seems to be a, a game for the youngsters. On the Chevy side, you got Pato Award. Even Rosenquist won the pull at Texas, right? So, um yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Young Guns and the Chevy cars, either Pato Ward or, or Ryan VK
0: Okay. I can't argue with that, but I'm going to choose Willpower. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, I'll be rooting for Willpower, but um, those guys, uh, they seem to get the bit between their teeth when they uh, get out there to qualify. And uh, if Chevy's found something and, and gained on Honda, then, uh, you know, Carpenter's cars always qualify
0: well. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that route. All right. All right. I mean, Dixon uh, was an older guy that got one last year, right? No, that's true. That's true.
1: I mean, uh, you know, I think Palau's a, a, a strong candidate, too, on the Honda side.
0: Yeah, look, a uh, lot of lot of guys in contention there, but uh, uh, Will Power's got a, a qualifying record he needs to, uh, to snatch, and I think he views every oval as a, a good opportunity for him to try. But, yeah, it'd be neat to see uh, him up there, uh, strong,
1: Contender for pole and the race. It'd make it pretty interesting,
0: I think. All right, Curb. That's it. We got to, I got to wrap it up here. So, uh, Twitter at hero, H I R O, IndyCar at hero IndyCar.
1: All right. Well, make sure you go to that Twitter handle and Justin will parry with your uh, comments day and night.
0: I will promise to fight you if you say (laughs) something incendiary. Emma Dixon, come and take on Justin. (laughs) There we go. Twitter war. Night, everybody.
1: See you.